0: Black Lives Matter. If you live in Georgia, please plan on voting in the Senate runoff races. And if you, like Senda and I, live in a place where COVID is fairly rampant, please stay home as much as possible and wear a mask when going out. She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. Episode 146 is brought to you by our patrons. Jared Rasher, Troy Pickleman, Mimosa Vendetta, Robin Gould, GM Gerrymander, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Eric Bontz, Chris Crouch, Bill Carter, and John Arcadian. You're listening to episode 146 of She's a Supergeek, the actual play rpg podcast highlighting women as gms hello everyone i'm andy and on our episode today my co-host senda and i are joined once again by miriam ahmed and ash Kreider to play through ash's upcoming game *Our traveling home well i mean the game's written by upcoming i mean upcoming on kickstarter probably early in the new year When we last left our little misfit family, they were resting in the sitting room after a lovely meal. Please don't drink me. (laughs) It doesn't go well.
1: I'm not, girl, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm just thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. And suddenly oranges (laughs) appear in the daily diet for a couple of days. Right. So our last game that we're going to play in Act 1,
2: we're doing an abridged version here, is Budding Romance. So this is for Aaron and Shard. You've been alone for so long that you've convinced yourself that you never wanted romance. How does something unexpected make you realize that maybe you do some do want something more after all? So the, either, the rest of the family is either not present or is completely occupied with something else. What is the situation and why are the two of you not involved? Mimosas can we say maybe this is the same night and like aaron maybe went up like got up to get something from the kitchen and like lament and vixel or vixel is being drunk and lament fun stop it oh lament is like popping the bubbles yeah yes yes they
1: float by and i'm talking (laughs) and i'm talking about the various cocktails now that i have ideas (laughs) <laughs> yes.
0: And I don't know if they're real cocktails or if you're just making it up or whatever, but I'm just kind of floaty and bubbly and, you know, happy.
3: I love it. So Shard follows you into the kitchen to get something.
0: Blowing yeah. Bubbles yeah. out of my window, chewing bubble gum and blowing big bubbles, getting getting rid of, rid of all of my troubles, watching the tadpoles, glubble glubble in the puddle. <laughs>
3: Great, so that's that's kind of happening in the next room. <laughs> I love that so much.
1: <laughs> Apparently nobody else knows that song, never mind. I was no, thinking of the NSYNC no. bop, bop song. I forget, it was like something bop. And then this, never mind.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I don't know. Them. So, an unexpected spark. Each of us takes turns, ter- uh, we're going to take turns asking questions for the other player to answer. Each player should ask two. There's a list of six questions. I'm going to throw this at you, Senda, since Shard
3: followed Aaron into the kitchen here. Why don't you ask the first question? I have a question in terms of how this game goes. So do we just ask the questions and then describe, or do we play any of this out? Or like, what is the... We ask the player the question and then just see what happens?
2: Yes. Okay. I'm borrowing heavy from the structure of stewpot, which kind of just leaves it open to however the players want to
1: play
2: sure. it. So I, I figured we'd kind of go back and forth between describing things and, and working these questions into our description. Okay. But
3: I mean, it, whatever you want to. I just wanted to check before I jumped in on this one. Okay, so I actually I walk into the kitchen and you're reaching for something like maybe uh like a plate on a high shelf or something like that or like on a shelf that for dessert. I don't know. I think got some tea and I'm trying to get like a teacup down da- like off of a shelf. But I walk in and I see that you're having some trouble, like, grabbing the handle of the mug. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long day and I'm tired. And it's just like, it's so much work. And like, I know you'll get it eventually, but like, I I think I'm just gonna come up beside you and and also grab the handle so that our hands are actually touching on the handle and or potentially going through each other, depending on how you want to play that.
2: No, I think it's perfect.
3: I think you, you're like,
2: you get your hand on the handle right as I finally manage to make my hand solid.
3: (laughs) And so you actually do touch my hand. Good. I like that very, very much. (laughs) And I think that there's just like that moment there where like our hands are touching on the mug before either of us have actually said anything. The question is if you prolong the contact or awkwardly pull away or if you say anything. I absolutely do not say
2: anything. (laughs) Even think that Aaron has like fully acknowledged their feelings to themselves, so they're like they 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 freeze like because they're like oh oh, uh. But then they're like, well, I can't I can't pull away because then they'll <laughs> they, like like because then they'll think that and but then they're like, wait, why do I not want them to think that and and you know Uh-oh. like it's it's very like. It's very clear in the headlights.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I think that I just like with your hand still on the mug, pull the mug down and put, we just put it down on the counter together and then I'll let go of it. <laughs> um, th- thank yeah. you. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I know it's been a long day and, uh,
2: yeah, I, I mean, I, I was definitely having trouble. So, um,
3: th- yeah, thanks. Of course. Ab- ab- absolutely. Um, yeah.
2: If if Aaron could be blushing at this point, they would be. They're a little bit glad that like the lighting situation is such that they're like definitely more like transparent right now, and so maybe that's like less obvious. There's that like horrible awkward silence where both of you are like, yeah, I need just to say like staring at each other. Like, I'm just trying to think of how to how to do this one. Um, Aaron finally says, um, I never realized before but like I, I never realized this before but um i it was really fun listening to you and Lamette tell stories from when you're in school you're really funny no no no
3: no, no. <laughs> i mean h- hardly that's not sure yeah I know. I I mean, I know that I'm, I know, it's, it's, you don't have to tease me about it. No, I, I wasn't, I, I was being serious. I, you I really enjoyed listening? Really? Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody's really, um, nobody's really wanted to hear that kind of thing from me for a long time. <laughs> like, I just kind of lost touch with most of those. People. It was all a really long time ago, but I, I, I mean, I guess the reasons are starting to seem kind of silly now, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. <sighs> so did uh, did you go to school? No, because
2: going to school would have required me to associate with people who were socially inferior. So, I had tutors, who were mostly terrible. Yes, you've been pretty isolated, too. Uh, I came from a pretty rich family, and the oldest, and so I was expected to take over the family business, and, um, you know, didn't have time to, uh, you know, socialize, or at least that's what my mother always said, so... Sorry, um didn't mean to drag the conversation down there. You didn't. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> what are <laughs> I know what we're gonna do? So, no. I know, no, I I mean I suggested that you should go first, but that's the <laughs> screw it. The, the, we're going yeah, we full rom-com. Do it. <laughs> this is the short version.
0: <laughs> Write it like you stole it.
2: Yeah, we're 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 going full rom-com. Vixel, if this is cool with you, there's, you know, being gassy is a new experience <laughs> for you. I, I think, I think Lament does something, and you like literally cause a small <laughs> explosion in the next
0: room. Yeah. Awesome. The scrub, br- the scrub brush found me. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Like nope. Water. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, And it's one of those things, like, I've been letting, like, bubbles go, like, and so those, like, those are fine to pop, but then he, like, pops the it, like, pops me, and, like, I rain down in a little puddle, and I, and, and and, and the pop sounds like an explosion.
2: Aaron, like, actually, like, was so, like, like, they, like, jump, Mm -hmm. like, lose their balance, and, like, just, like fall forward and and of course I, they, there's this like moment of like you know like horrible mental calculus of would it be better or worse to fall right. through them yeah. and they're like no i that would be weird i don't want to fall through shard so they they like fall
3: on yep shard who who catches uh, them handle gracefully them. because that's who shard is <laughs> like just gracefully catches you for a moment oh does the thing where they just tilt oh. your chin up to
1: look oh. at your face for a second yes <laughs> why
3: are you so tall <laughs> I don't know I just decided I was tall because it was useful <laughs> in that moment yes oh god I need to say something really suave uh, that's not a thing I'm good at like me personally Senda, I'm not gonna <laughs> be suave I mean, maybe it's just something
2: really simple. Like, oh, it's okay, yeah, I've got that's you. That's it.
3: That's all we need. It's okay, I've got you.
2: Scrub brush! And there's, like, the the long moment of, like, neither of us wants to end this, but Aaron finally, like, is like, I think we
3: need to rescue Vixel. <laughs> <laughs> there's crashing and liquidy sounds from the other room. <laughs> And I, th- I think that's yeah. that's
2: what ends the end the interlude is the the yeah. need to intervene to yes <laughs> I love it so that's how it ends. How do we both act when the moment is over? I think that you
3: catch me as we go into the other room to intervene with this scrub brush situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you actually catch me looking at you more, like just like watching you, like it's hard for me to not watch you.
2: Yeah. And I I think Aaron is just like a bit more quiet and a bit more thoughtful. Hmm. What detail or moment from this uh, conversation do you find yourself thinking about for
3: the next few days? I think I actually find myself thinking about kind of their childhood experience or growing up experience because I think that it tracks more closely with mine than I ever assumed it would. Right. Right. That it's suddenly something that I really understand and another person who has similar experiences to me, which I, I just didn't expect.
2: I think for Aaron, they've gotten kind of used to thinking of, like, bodies and, like, touching things as being massively frustrating. So they're, they're like, oh, I touched a person and it was nice.
0: Oh, boy, uh, that has some feels in the pandemic right now, too.
2: <laughs> I, oh, knew, yeah. I know i just punched myself when the pandemic yeah. feels Whew. yeah oh boy okay lastly how do you convince yourself that this is an impossible attraction and attempt to bury these feelings
3: i'm convinced that you're gonna find the cure for your curse and then you're surely you'll just you'll leave and go have the life that you always wanted and were meant to have so this is some sort of temporary situation i shouldn't Get too attached,
2: oh no <laughs> and it, it's, it's exactly that from from Aaron's perspective oh, no like like, oh, like Shard is like beautiful and like powerful and has been alive like a super long time. Ooh. There's no way that they can possibly be interested in me.
0: oh no <laughs> they're just very yeah, charismatic, you know, you misread the whole yeah, situation it's...
3: oh
2: fantastic all right well i definitely shared a painful truth about myself to the wizard and i learned it was okay to be vulnerable with them
3: yeah i think i also shared a painful truth and i think i learned i think i actually learned that i can still care about people even though they may not live as long as me or last right so that is act one This is something where
2: I'm going to suggest that we mostly just montage this. Sure. War is approaching and the enemy has caught your scent. The wizard can't keep running forever. You need to buy yourself some space by confronting the enemy on their turf. What do you do? How do you all work together? And when you narrowly escape the enemy's clutches, what does it cost you? So this game is for everyone. If anyone hasn't hit your start mark for Act 1, you will need to incorporate it into this game. So firstly, why do we decide that we need to confront the enemy directly? And what are we hoping to accomplish? I mean, have we been running from them? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we. I think that's why the house moves around yeah.
1: the wilds in the first place. Or at least that's why, like, for a while,
2: a big part of the reason why it's been traveling around.
1: As I'm starting to maybe not be so dead-eyed and kind of, like, comatose almost in terms of just feeling and everything, that maybe I recall some sort of, like, thing that the wizard's college might have that might get my magic back so i'm very motivated to directly confront them that's
2: great do you say anything about this or do you just like i think we should confront them and keep that part to yourself
1: I think I think I definitely frame it in another way of like we can keep running and the forest and, you know, like I think the only way to make sure you keep your part of the bargain and you keep your part of the bargain is we need to go to the Magic College. That's where all the answers will be. Mm-hmm. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah.
3: we've been looking for a new lake for so long. Yeah. We've obviously run out of places to look.
1: Yeah. There's so many artifacts that we don't even know completely. We can't appreciate it fully. And maybe there might be something that would work perfectly as a new home.
2: Cool. So that answers Mm -hmm. whose idea it is. Is the wizard enthusiastic about the idea or reluctant?
3: I think I'm reluctant. I think I'm reluctant for reasons both personal and concern that we might get ourselves into more trouble than we can get out of.
2: So what ultimately convinces you to go along with the idea?
3: I haven't had an instance where I've really given over to the the wolf side of me in a while. Like, Aaron hasn't seen it yet. But I also know that, like, there's going to be a time when that happens again. And it's getting closer and closer every time about me trying to pull back from that place. So I think that I have a certain drive, actually, to to end the pact. And this might be the way to do it. For the purposes of this game, the demon mm-hmm. will play the enemy, the
2: supreme magus.
0: Theris, which makes Theris, sense because yes, they have to leave you. the house. And at this point, yes, yeah, Vixel can't.
2: All right. So we're going to play through the following prompts in order after answering the prompts questions. And again, we're just briefly playing out a small scene. One person in the scene will roll 2d6 to determine basically how it goes. PBTA rules for success apply. And if... Something goes awry or we need to introduce a complication, it's narrated by a player in the next scene, or sorry, a player not in the scene, and then we immediately proceed to the next prompt. So the first prompt is going to the enemy's place of power. The cursed and the wizard go to the enemy's place of power to confront them. Does the monster go with them or do they go with just the two of them?
1: I feel like the monster would go, but maybe not directly in that chamber. It's kind of like you be the distraction, I will go elsewhere. I yeah. love that.
2: Yeah. So we're there as the like big flashy distraction and kind of coming along behind us. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because I've been stripped of my powers and I can't be there. I will be smushed. But also, they can't detect you because all of their
0: security is anymore. about, yeah, magical creatures. Yeah, yeah. So
2: we get you past the magic security. But then, like, once you're in, like, a lot of the magical defense spells don't work on you because you don't have magic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool and they can't imagine anyone not magical being in those areas yeah
2: yeah great so what precautions do we take to ensure that we arrive safely do we wear disguises travel through the sewers or other hidden routes so how do we how do we do we disguise ourselves as normal people do we disguise ourselves as other wizards
3: i think we should disguise ourselves as like students of the college i go as the parent <laughs> oh. Is it? Is yeah, prospective students. Oh, fun.
2: <laughs> I think I think Shard has to enchant a a, a, a cloak. Yeah, yeah, for obviously. Aaron, so that it will stay on them. I, I think that's the I think that's the easiest way of of disguising Aaron as and and a big yep. hat. Mostly, like let's let's hide the fact that light mostly goes right through them.
3: Yeah, by, and like a big a big hat or like a yeah. hood situation. Yep. That's a thing. Yep. How do we so, you know, we kind of
2: split off, like, how do we confront the enemy? Do we just like, straight up, like, walk to Supreme Magus Theris's office? I
3: kind of feel like we do. (laughs) I feel like we're just gonna go right there and like, cause at this point, like, our purpose is to be a distraction, maybe?
2: What do you say to to the Supreme Magus when you're you know,
0: when we're shown into their presence, can I can I establish one thing? Yes, they are in a swivel desk chair that's turned away from you. Of
2: course, of course, they are. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like Shard would definitely do the talking. So what do you say when you're shown into their presence?
3: It doesn't even matter to me that Supreme Megastheris is not looking at me. I basically just grab the the clasp of my cloak that makes me look like a prospective student and pull it off with a swirl oh revealing <laughs> of course that it is I, Shard, in all of my glory. And I I just pull it off and I I cast it aside and it just falls to the floor. Okay i think you definitely need to be the one to roll to see how this goes okay and then i I say to the supreme megas tell me what you have done with the water spirits of this world yeah that's where we're gonna go yep yep so roll 2d6 yay
2: i came prepared Oh, and I forgot i forgot to mention, you can add one up to plus three for each mark that you've hit so far in Act 1.
3: Oh, wow. Well, if I can add three, that makes it a 13 because I rolled a 10. Whoa. Right? Fantastic. So <laughs> <laughs> you have your grand dramatic moment. I, I knew it was going to work. I never doubted for a moment.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So moving to the next prompt, while the cursed confronts the enemy, directly i was
0: ready for a really dramatic moment okay
2: oh you were
3: going to turn around in your swivel chair
0: (laughs) it's okay i mean we're definitely going to
2: get back to that in just a sec i feel like because shard got a 13 i feel like they deserve a dramatic smash cut (laughs) that's fair (laughs) yes while the cursed confronts the enemy directly the demon uses the distraction to secure the home against attack demon um Yeah, whoever, uh, so in this case, no one stayed behind to help. So I guess real quickly, what magic do you use to secure the home while everybody is gone? Uh, Water
0: magic? (laughs) You're so so descriptive. I know, right? We are on a a small cruise ship looking thing that sails in the water, which means we're actually fairly trackable with the enzymes Mm -hmm. we leave behind. So I am working on a more solid encasement of water that won't leave a trail behind. I think that that is our best bet. And we'll also speed up the house.
2: And I think before we cut back over to the confrontation in the office, real quick, lament are, are you being, are you actually being sensible in this situation? <laughs> no, because
1: I am, I am very much out for myself here. And partly because my, because I did not hit the mark I needed to hit. I am being incredibly oh. selfish. So, I am looking exactly for instead of looking like there might be something that could actually help the back or find out actually help Vexel, Vixel and Shard. I'm really looking for that like orb of power or something of that sort that's supposed to essentially give someone magical abilities back.
2: Of of course you are. That's that's fantastic. So, I can see you just like in like artifact storage. Just, like, absolutely, like,
1: bull in a china shop. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm just flinging, like, going through things and flinging them. And I imagine that maybe some of the things are flung not too delicately, because it doesn't matter. Like, I'm so close to the goal. Yeah. Yeah. It's the flinging that might set off alarms if it does.
2: Cool. That's That's gonna set the stage for potentially something could go wrong in this last prompt. The trap is sprung. Whatever your hope for the confrontation, the enemy was prepared for something like this. They try to take the cursed hostage, but are stopped by the wizard. So I think, Magus, we're going to cut back over to you and your super
3: dramatic response that you were just about to make. <laughs> Planning. Okay. Now, rotate slowly. Andy is not facing us in a swivel chair. I feel like I have to narrate this. <laughs> and something else is... Oh,
0: there's a slow clap. Congratulations, Shard. How did you figure it out? Isn't it obvious? At the point at which
3: not a single water demon is left in this world? And you? The master of demons? Surrounded
0: by water? Oh, oh, Shard. Uh, This island has always been surrounded by water. (laughs) Shard, Shard, this island has always been surrounded by water. (laughs) (laughs) Definition of the word island, but let's keep moving. (laughs) You, as normal, are very good at the one thing, but you do not see the big picture. And I think from there, there's, like, this beam of light that surrounds, Air, uh, that surrounds Aaron and entraps them. Dun-dun-dun! We are at war, Shard. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, you're the one who can lead us to victory.
3: Only I'm not
0: going to. Oh, if you want your little ghost friend here to live, I believe you are.
2: Aaron, incidentally, is is totally uh, because we're leaning into this. Is totally doing the don't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the I think the spell prevents them from saying anything like right. like out loud. Like it's it's pulled them actually like their cloak flutters to the floor because it pulls them like all the way and, like so they're just like barely visible.
3: But they're like oh. <laughs> you know like they're like waving their hands and mouthing it. Like, don't yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um there's nothing that you could do that would make me want to join you. So at this point Shard is uh,
0: brings I'll never join you. I'll never join you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know I'm trying to have a Star Wars moment here.
3: <laughs> he it he brings his hands up from the floor and and what what happens is basically like the water that is surrounding and underneath and all around this island that the wizard school is on just off the coast comes up through the cracks between the stones and tiles of the floor. And and it's like, there's like more and more and more of it. and And they're just like, they're clearly like stranding, right? There's so much... Coming up and it's all currently in like little tendrils and like fingers of water. It's not just like filling the room in a flood or something like that, right? They're like actually controlled and kind of look the way that Vixel looks when they're kind of the liquid state, but but doing things like using tendrils to wrap around dishes and that kind of stuff. But this time it's just Shard making normal seawater into this thing. And she just pushes all of it forward at the the Supreme Magus And at the same time, like, wraps a ball of it around where Aaron is to cut the light of the trap off. Yep, that's what happens.
2: Cool. (laughs) I feel like I want you to roll, but what we're also tying in is, I feel like if you fail, it's not actually you failing, it's Lament fucking everything up. I love that. Mm -hmm. By smashing a bunch of, art, like, magical artifacts. And that we don't know what they do. yes of course the storeroom is like directly below of course it is supreme magus's office right yeah. like it's
3: yeah, yeah. right and there are so, no columns, like a secret door columns of water sticking up through it yeah. to, to be clear no matter what this role does i am going to overextend myself in the process of doing this <laughs> just you know yeah. making sure we're all on that page okay yeah uh, you want me to roll again i'll roll again
0: Let's see what
3: happens. Not so good this time. <laughs> but I get to add three? Yes. Okay. It is a nine. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't add. It's an eight, but that doesn't matter. It mostly
2: works. But the complication is that, yeah, uh, Lament is in the room below you. <laughs> You're pulling water up through <laughs> from potions that broke the room. what pulling the water up through? What kind of weird magic? That will be lovely. We forgot to have vixel roll. No. So can you just throw me a roll real yeah. quick for that?
0: Eleven. If I add the two
2: marks I hit. Amazing. Okay, great. That means we have all successes, which means the wizard knows the enemy too well to be caught off guard. How did they know what the enemy was going to do? And how did they come prepared to foil the enemy's trap? But most importantly, what do you steal (laughs) from the enemy as you escape? And I think that that is 100% for Lament Lament
3: to
0: answer. (laughs) Could the wizard have figured out that Lament was going to be probably destroying things and maybe with all of that i mean i just want to emperor's new groove this and like with all of that magic like the grand magus the supreme magus gets like turned into a flamingo bat or something
1: (laughs) temporarily they'll be back to them but it's the insult that is more grievous than the actual transformation yes the (laughs) exactly in it my own convenient. office, I was turned into it's a like, mundane up. flamingo bat.
0: <laughs>
2: and because it's like a combination of effects, like they're actually going to have to spend some time exactly. on it as opposed to just like just like snapping their fingers and, and being like, yep. oh, I'm it just young. You just
3: have to pick apart each spell one at a time. Like it'll just take the supreme magus like mm-hmm. an indignant squawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you have to rip ten oh, yeah. out
2: of, you know, yes. a scarf yeah. and then like redo yep. them.
3: Yeah. Yes.
1: But with I, magic. I love that a lot. <laughs> so Lament, what what do you steal? Do you succeed? I at, think like- I succeed in grabbing the Orb of Power, but I don't quite know how exactly it works. And I feel like it works something on the lines of it's actually an orb of transference, so for me to get any magic back, I have to use it on someone to Willingly will give their powers up. But I don't know that yet. Okay. I haven't used it. I haven't used it yet.
2: Oh, no, that's that's a hot... (laughs) I love it. That's... That's fantastic. We make our escape, mostly because the Grand The Supreme Magus. It's
0: a flamingo bat! And everyone's waiting for their command to do... Like, they're prepared for a bunch of different things, but they assume the Supreme Magus would be able to give commands.
2: (laughs) Yep but they're just squawking ah, serious ah, so is that a
3: yes or no or or what <laughs> <laughs> so the only hiccup i'm going to add to this is that our escape is erin getting hopefully they're like substantiated enough that like a giant white wolf yes. snags the back of their shirt and tosses them on her back and like like gallops out with giant paws and like eyes that are pure white just gleaming flames
0: you you hear vixel's voice in the back of your head (laughs) don't lose yourself in the power (laughs) you may never get yourself
2: back awesome so i think we're gonna end the scene on when we get back to the home do you say anything about it or like once you've changed back, do you do you are you are you like we're not talking about this? Or or like I'm gonna pretend yeah, this didn't happen? I mean,
3: I think I actually think that like it's a little bit hard for me to shift back. Like it takes me a little while to like really make all of the fur go away. And so I think that I actually hide for a while. Like I go into my room and I close oh. the door.
0: Did you did you grab lament or did you just leave Oops. lament there? <laughs> We got lament too.
1: <laughs> lament grabbed my tail as I went by. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like initially you come in, it's like we gotta go, and I'm like, no, I got what I want. Leave me be And you're just like, We're not we're not talking right now, and just grabbed me and yeah. ran off and continued. Oh, scruff of the neck. Yeah, yeah this is
3: this is no. not a conversation. You didn't get a nice toss this onto a- the back. You got like an I'm carrying you by the scruff of the neck the whole way back.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got drug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like an unruly
2: yes. pup. <laughs> yep. When Shard finally does come out of their room, there's uh, like on a there's like a small table that like has been dragged there that wasn't there before, and there's uh, a flower Aww. with a note in Aaron's handwriting Aww. that just says thank you.
3: Then Shard just picks up the flower and smells it and then she looks at the note and then she puts them down and then she goes to find Aaron. Let's leave it at that. Act one! And then, Hooray! And that's the end of Act one! <laughs> so,
2: Visitor from the Past. This is going to be maybe a couple days uh, after or whatever. You know, we've spent some time recovering from what happened. Normally, there would be a game about recovering, but we're skipping that in the name of time. You receive an unexpected visit from someone important from your past, someone you almost never expected to see again. Who is it? Where do they find you? And what happens? So this game is for the demon and two other players. The demon will play the visitor. Of the two remaining players, one will be the host and the other will be the bystander. The first thing to figure out is who, which character is going to have someone from their their <gasps> past. Can we?
0: Can it be Dream? Can she have? Can someone oh have my woken gosh. up? Oh <laughs> gosh! Oh wow! Or or maybe because Lament's powers have been broken, like her magic is slowly unraveling from like the first. Spell she it cast. It took a forward. while. Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's cool. <laughs> That's great. Cool. So we're we're gonna we're gonna bend the rules because of course we are. You know, you, you can't read the book because it, it exists on my hard drive. But it, I, I specifically said if at any point like you need to break a rule of the game to like fit the fiction of what you do Which- it.
1: Maybe means that uh, you don't have to wait for me to die or get my abilities to go back to yourself.
0: Well, so that's the, that's going to be the question. That's
1: the left implication.
2: So I think that both Lament and Shard are the in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And that would mean that Andy will be playing the Mm -hmm. visitor dream. I will come in as the awkward bystander. Oh, that's that's so good.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. Really
2: excited. I was hoping I would get yes. this. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it's very self-explanatory why you're surprised to see yes. them. <laughs> um, so, I'll throw this over to Dream. Where does the reunion take place? How do you approach the host? Do you barge in uninvited, approach the home tentatively, or does the scene happen
1: somewhere outside the home?
0: I don't know. I kind of want to I kind of want it to take place in the home. Mhm.
1: Well, Shard made a big splash by showing up out of the wild, so I feel like it's that true, news right. could have traveled.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a good idea. So, so I think Dream is going to be a she/her.
3: Mm-hmm. I think I might have used those okay. pronouns for her. Own.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, you also, you were in Wizards College with them, so you are also yeah. a right. Yes. Yeah. So
2: you be anything you want through
0: yeah being yeah. a wizard.
2: Well, I was just saying, like that's how you you could have found the home. Oh yeah,
0: I'm a I'm a wizard, and maybe I'm a different kind of wizard or something. I don't know. So yeah, I think there's just a knock at the door. Your defenses haven't gone off (laughs) or anything. Like there's just a knock.
3: So I think I actually are we at the point where we jump into the actual scene, or are there more things that we need to do? Okay, Aaron
2: is I think doing like cleaning something upstairs or like otherwise occupied Uh, and.
3: And and they just kind of call down, Shard or Lament, can you get that? I think that Shard is actually sitting in the same room with Lament and just looks at them. And like, they're doing that Deadeye thing again, just
1: to be... And I feel like, just to, so that I've already tried the Orb of power and apparently it doesn't work. And because I went alone somewhere and had done it and it didn't work. And I'm frustrated, and I'm staring at it, and I'm like, why isn't this working? And I'm almost, like, smacking it against the table to kind of, right. or, like, etch-a-sketch, shake it.
0: Right. You're trying to, like, cast magical spells to understand it, yeah. and, and, but you don't have
3: magic anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so I go open the door, because Lament is just frustrated. Angry at a ball. Doing their thing, and don't really know what that's about. They're frequently <laughs> a little like that still. Yeah, so... <laughs> I will go open the door. Hi, Shard. Dream? I close the door in your face for a moment, turn my <laughs> back to the door, and like just stand there and like look at Lament, and then like turn around and look at the door, and then like look at Lament, and then like turn around and look at the door, and then like rip the door <laughs> open
0: again. And, and then you slam it shut again, still and then you're like, there. Oh, shit. And
1: I'm like, <laughs> But all of this is very graceful. <laughs> and I stare at Dream and I say, Wait, so true love's wor- a true love's kiss worked? The-,
0: the door's currently, I think, shut, so <laughs> you're talking to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I open the door again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Um, I guess you're surprised to see me. So, I'm, co- come in, come in, come in, come in. Oh, okay. You look very good for your age. Um. Thank you. Have we have we met?
1: That actually kind of like shuts me up.
0: <laughs> I mean, or are you a friend of shards? Obviously, I mean, shard must have told you about me since you knew I was under a spell.
1: <gasps> Do you want um, to? tell her shard why don't you sit
3: down okay hi can i get you anything can i tea coffee yes tea everything okay okay yeah um and like in the kitchen the the teapot puts itself on the stove and like cups come down and like put spoons in themselves you know like the stove starts up but i'm not actually in the kitchen (laughs) right uh, I think I think some tea
2: biscuits put themselves yep. on a plate that like yes, floats. Yes,
0: <laughs> this is the best use of magic, Obviously. by the way.
2: Obviously, tea and snacks.
0: Obviously, so.
2: good. Just lands. I think, you know what? I think Vixel doesn't even complain because Vixel is just too busy being like, "Oh shit."
0: <laughs> Like, because Vixel has seen the picture. Uh huh. <laughs> Vixel knows. So Vixel's just like watching Aww. from like the stairs or something. Vixel just
3: wants to know what is happening. Who is this person? I think the ball just like kind of like
0: rolls <laughs> out. So, um, well, Chard, I'm actually, I mean, I, I've been looking for you, but I've also been looking for lament no why why are, you, why are you, for, you why are you looking both of you are you
3: looking for lament right you don't you, well um, you don't you know, <clears throat> talk l- to, l- you, <laughs> to them i'm i can pass the message on to them for you if you yeah like what did um, lament
1: do <laughs> well <laughs> l- laments laments the one that cursed me i mean mm-hmm. cursed is such a big stretch of a word no, maybe they abs- absolutely <laughs> did they did absolutely curse you. It
0: was very terrible of them. I just want to know why. <laughs> I mean, I thought we were... I. I okay, um, Shard, I have, I have not been awake for that long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of confused. It's been a long time mm-hmm. that I was in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the magic started breaking down for some reason. And I was able to sort of gain consciousness again. And then using my own magic, I broke out. And I just, I mean, do you know what... I just Wait. So you know didn't get tr-
1: kissed by a true love's kiss? Mm, why don't you have one of these biscuits? They're really good. Oh. Oh. Okay. You didn't break the curse. The curse. Well, it's not a curse. A curse I, is a big. St- st- I mean, it's more like a test to to find to find the person who truly loves you. Mm, I.
3: Mm, okay. okay. It's, it's a barbaric tradition. There's a reason we don't do that anymore.
0: Well, I don't know if any, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody did kiss me. If they did, they didn't stick around. But That's a um, shame. no, the magic started mm. started waning. I mean, I could feel it in my, you know, astral projection. And how
1: long ago was that? Out of character. How long have you been powerless? I'd say very recently, like within the last couple of months. Okay.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think I've only been in the home for a couple okay. months and, you know, maybe like that yeah. plus a month or so. Right.
0: Maybe about two months ago, two and a half months ago. <sighs> I, I wasn't aware how much time had passed. I tried to go back to the, I mean, to college, of course. And
1: <sighs> I
0: don't know if you know what's going on over there, but it's not.
1: Well, good news. Good. I don't have to die for things to wear off. I mean, I guess that's good. Well, I broke out
0: of the spell
1: lament
0: Hi <laughs> Hey Dream
1: <laughs> You <laughs> Um Lament? Yeah It's lament. it's good to see you're up and going. I mean you know what it's been a couple of millennia? You look good. It just... is I've been in stasis mm-hmm.
0: while the entire world has has completely passed me by and mm-hmm. rejuvenated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely. Mm-hmm. Good news. Ooh, you two have have moved on with your entire lives. You are obviously... What happened to you? You're...
1: You're mortal. Um, let's just mm-hmm. say... I mean... I decided I, to take you, a break from, say, from I mean, magic? <laughs> Voluntarily it
0: does, it does feel like a comeuppance has come. Look, but... Dream, he
3: shouldn't have done that to you. But we did discover that neither of us could
1: wake you up, and... So the good news yeah. is, true love is waiting what? out for you over there. Maybe you just needed to wait a couple you of millennia. Mean you couldn't wake me up. You did the spell. Yeah,
3: they did do the spell. Well,
1: I was thinking if I spelled you and then I kissed you, it would prove that I was your true love, and then you know, clearly Shard was not the one who your affections were about. And, um, then after, like, a couple of days, Shard tried to, and that didn't work either, so, uh, eh? not both
0: f- kissed me while I was unconscious.
3: I well, was well, trying that's how to wake lo- you up! That's what True Love's Kiss
1: is about, isn't it? Well, we
3: didn't w- it's want creepy. to leave you in stasis for millennia, it's just that you didn't wake up
0: when I kissed you. And you didn't try to dispel so anything? I can't dispel it! They cast it! Yeah. I mean, I tried, it just it didn't work. Melendomite's well, never been good at dispelling, but you could have gone to one of the professors! <sighs> I mean, yeah, they probably would have kicked you out, but you would have deserved that.
1: Apparently there was we something did. about the orb of power doing something, and I don't know what, and then I kind of forgot about it, and then I kind of remembered it right now. They couldn't wake you up
3: either the supreme magus couldn't wake you up so well it turns out the supreme magus has other problems well right right now the supreme magus has other problems they were a flamingo the last time i saw them so yeah
0: good story well, remember i don't i don't know about the flamingo but they're very evil at this point mm-hmm. i mean the the college is basically turning out soldiers for this war mm-hmm. And and they've they've bound all of the water elementals in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why you couldn't find it. You all.
3: Yeah.
0: No, don't talk to me. I'm not here. Oh no! No no no! And I was talking to Shard. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not going to get my answers then. I, I mean. uh I mean, what? Wh- the why is basically you were stupid, uh, and then no, you did it no, well no, enough no, no, that no, no one else could no, dispel no. it. No,
3: whoa, whoa, whoa! Why? This isn't it,
1: me. This isn't this isn't at that. Mm. Look, you weren't true love, okay? I did everyone a favor just to prove that. You know what you could have done? Lament is talk to me. I could have told you that. I don't know. You know. You know, there was like a gaggle of princesses that had showed up and talked about all these stories of true love's kiss, and it gave me that idea, and blame the princesses, okay? I'm pretty sure Marigold was the biggest instigator of that. That is completely in her court. Wow. (laughs) Pin it on Marigold.
3: Marigold is already 120. (laughs) She's dead.
1: (laughs) I have lost everything.
0: You literally put my life on pause while the entire world swirled around me. You want to you want to blame a princess who's super dust by now? That's fine, but I think we're done here. And she just gets up to leave.
2: I, the only thing I'm going to add is when it comes time to leave, what promise try to ex- extract? Is it never talk to me again?
0: Ooh, I think I'm going to have a little dramatic moment because I love these. I came to find lament and piece together what happened. I, I, I quite honestly assumed something bad had happened and that I'd been in a healing thing. And now you don't even have your magic. So I can't even take out my anger and frustration on you. I realized that this was decades ago for you, but this is literally yesterday for me. And I never want to see either of you again. I think she's just going to walk out.
1: At this point, I look very crestfallen. And as you're leaving, I say, I'm sorry. She doesn't even turn around.
3: Yeah, I think the last thing that I say is, Dream! Just calling out your name.
2: Now that we have some awkward tension between the bystander who is Aaron and the host, I'm I'm going to say it's, it's really only awkward with Shard. Fair. Cause,
0: <laughs> cause Shard's like, I didn't do nothing. I didn't
2: do anything. <laughs> Aaron, like heard voices and, and, and came down and really like only caught the end of the conversation. Their impression is that like, they 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 came in oh 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 this is perfect okay where they came in was shard talking about how well you know of course i kissed you to Uh try and wake you up uh and how like disappointed they sound that they like were not dreams true love they're like oh oh of course of course of course like they they couldn't have feelings for me because they still have feelings for Dream. So when Dream storms out and 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 Shard is like, you know, like no, don't go or whatever, that's when Aaron is like, oh, I I shouldn't be here and starts to go back up the stairs and that's when
3: Shard sees sees Dream kind of fleeing back up the stairs. I think that Dream's visit clarified that, like, the people in this house right now, as motley of a crew as we are, are people that I actually understand. And there's this weird thing about, there's this weird thing about, like, I really thought that Dream was the one, but we were so young, right? We were, we were like 50. And, you know, it's been so long <laughs> so like there's this thing where it's like oh i know i've recently remembered what it feels like to connect with another person and and i didn't feel that with dream this time as guilty as i felt even as a bystander to the to uh, her situation i think i i called out dream's name as she left but then you know the door slammed behind her and then i hear I hear Aaron's footsteps on the stairs and doing that, like, I'm running to get my stuff kind of sound. And I just mutter, like, Aaron under my breath. And then I go running off after them to stop them on the stairs. I think, I think they're actually in their room and they're so mad, like, they're so,
2: like, upset that they're, like, they only have, like, a couple things, like, maybe two two books, you know, a like a change of clothing cuz mostly they just find clothing extremely frustrating. And like they just there's a book that they were reading and it's sitting open on their bed and they're trying to like pick oh. it up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're too frustrated to make it
3: happen. Yeah, I think um so I think shard pauses in the doorway and just looks at them for a moment and like sees the frustration and kind of realizes maybe that something has happened and is just like shrug, like, well, I guess she's gone now. I don't have to worry about that situation anymore. Can I, um, can I help you with that book?
2: And Aaron just looks extremely confused. She was the, she was the one that you and Lamet always talked about the, and you said that you were sad that she wasn't your true love, and I just um. They're just kind of staring at their feet. I I'm I'm I I'm too ordinary. I don't I I don't belong here. I I should go.
3: Aaron. You aren't ordinary in any way whatsoever you're the most amazing person i've ever met and i have been alive for longer than i can remember so don't say that you're ordinary and don't say that you don't belong here because i can't think of anyone else that i would rather have here dream was someone that i knew a really long time ago and my life has moved on a long way since then so yeah i have stories and she's in a lot of them. But I would really like to make some new stories with you. So please don't go. Okay. <laughs> and we are explicitly too chicken <laughs> we have to so say are. anything more than that because we
2: are Seen.
1: not allowed <laughs> to express our feelings until the end. Can I add a little something, like, after the awkward moment? Yeah, I kind of knock on the door, and I look very crestfallen, and I say, Today has made me realize I've done some really... I'm starting to regret a lot of things I did. And I want to make sure that I make up in some way, especially since I don't know if I'm getting my magic back. And I just want to say that... I've seen the way you both look at each other, and there's a reason why that true love's kiss didn't happen. And this is the point at which
3: Shard will make some sort of silly joke to break the tension, and then everybody leaves. And <sighs> <laughs> Well,
0: <Yep. laughs> I mean, I appreciate it, Lament, but I really don't think that we're meant
3: for <laughs> yes, each other. It's one of those. Because I can't possibly yeah. admit my emotions at this point. We have to save that.
1: And I feel like it's part of my mark of providing comfort to someone who needs it, of like reassuring. Yes! Oh. That there's a reason why as as dumb as some of my curses have been, it was this weird blessing <laughs> in disguise. Oh. Trying to feel a little uh-huh. less
2: guilty. <laughs> I think it is simultaneously exactly what we both need to hear. And also we are not prepared to deal with it. So I think both of us are like, "Mm -mm 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 -mm." (laughs) Uh,
3: Hey, look, a thing. Um, Did you want some tea? I started some tea a minute ago, but we didn't end up getting to it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah.
0: um,
3: How does the visitor
2: escalate danger to the family once they leave?
0: She goes to the Supreme Magus. Uh, I was hoping. Definitely. And this isn't just so that I have to talk to myself at uh-huh. any point. Like that, uh-huh. <laughs> that. that's not what I want to do. <laughs> but I feel like she doesn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. The the college is no, the only place like she knew his home and Yeah.
3: Like she literally has nothing left. Mm-hmm. And there's no one else who's old enough to remember you except the wizards. <gasps> yep, yep. Yep, that's
2: exactly, that's exactly, exactly what happens.
0: I hope you enjoyed episode 146 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, please go ahead and follow Mariam on Twitter at Media underscore Junkie to keep up with their future projects. And Ash at Wundergeek, W-U-N-D-E-R-G-E-E-K, to find out when our traveling home is going to come onto Kickstarter. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. You can find music, tour dates, and merchandise online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange.